Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast today. We're continuing through the Gospel of John. We're in the 14th chapter of John. And uh, we're going to begin with verse 18, where we left off at 17 before. And remember that Jesus had told a couple of disciples, go and find this room and prepare. Because they had asked him, you know, what are we going to do for the Passover? And he says, we'll go find this room and prepare for it. And now they're about to recline. They're going to eat at the table again. Uh, This is not the Passover meal proper. There's all sorts of evidence in the scripture that shows us this is not the Passover meal. If we just pay a little attention, we're going to see some of that today, as a matter of fact. So I want to look at all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and what they have to say about this particular incident. So here, Mark 14, 18 says this. As they were reclining at the table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you that one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be grieved and to say to him, one by one, Surely not I. And he said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who dips with me in the bowl. For the Son of Man is to go just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. So Jesus tells them a harsh truth. Somebody's going to betray him. And they're going, well, who is it? Who is it? Jesus says it's one of the 12. And that's sort of an interesting phrase because uh, there's some belief that it wasn't just the 12 that were in that room with him. Now, we think of that because of great artwork in the past, right? (laughs) But it's never really defined who it is. It says it's disciples. Here Jesus says, well, one of the 12 is going to betray me. He might have had just the 12 in that room. But more than likely, there were more than just the 12 that were in that room. And he's saying, okay, it's the one who dips in the bowl with me, and it's one of the 12. Well, that's what Mark tells us. Let's go to Mark, uh, Matthew 26, beginning of verse uh, 21. As they were eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, that one of you will betray me, being deeply grieved, and that each one began to say to him, Surely not I, Lord. Now notice what they were saying. They're deeply grieved. They really meant this. And Jesus answered, He who dipped his hand with me in the bowl is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man is to go just as it is written of him. Jesus refers to uh, the prophetic word of God. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. And Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. And Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. See, there would have only been a couple of people that would have been dipping in the same bowl as Jesus. So when he said that, that narrowed it down right there. So Judas is coming back and feigning innocence right here. Oh, surely it's not me. I wouldn't have done that. And Jesus says, you know, you've said it yourself. In other words, Judas, by uh, obliquely denying it, was testifying of the truth that it would be him. Listen to Luke 22, beginning with verse 21. Jesus speaking right here. And behold, the hand of one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, in other words, uh, let me stop right there. Jesus' hand was on the table. <clears throat> the 12 were gathered apparently around the table, and their hands were upon it. And he says it's one of the 12 here, right? 
Now, verse 22. For indeed, the Son of Man is going, as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was going to do this thing. And then let's go to the Gospel of John, verse 13, uh, chapter 13, verse 21. I'm sorry. When Jesus had said this, he became troubled in spirit and testified. Notice the heart of the Lord. He's troubled in spirit. And then he begins to tell them, he's testifying to them, says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, that one of you will betray me. The disciples began looking at one another at a loss to know of which one he was speaking. There was reclining on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Now we're reading the Gospel of John, and, all, and John always describes himself not by name. He never calls his own name in that way. Uh, he describes himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. Verse 24, So Simon Peter gestured to him, gestured to John, and said to him, Tell us whom it is of whom he's speaking. So John was sitting with his, literally, his head laid upon Jesus. Judas was sitting within arm's reach to where he's sitting there sharing the same bow with him. So the idea being, I believe this is correct, you got John on one side and you got Judas on the other. And boy, there's some pictures with that. So verse 25, John leaning back thus on Jesus, his bosom said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus then answered, that is the one for whom I shall dip the morsel and give it to him. And when he had dipped the morsel, he took and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. So Peter looked at John and says, hey, ask him who it is that he's talking about right here. And John says, Lord, who is it? And Jesus says, well, I'll tell you what, the one I give the morsel to right here is the one. So he dips the morsel and he reaches over to Judas and gives it to Judas. And Judas takes it. Verse 27, after the morsel, Satan then entered into him. Uh, oh, by the way, let me just say this in passing. This whole dipping the morsel and giving it to Judas and Judas partaking of it, I've heard it taught and heard it preached, all sorts of things which are just flat out heretical. I'm not going to get into details of this related to that. Okay? Uh, I, I will tell you this. No, Judas did not receive the grace of the Lord, and Judas was not saved at that point in time because he took a morsel that Jesus gave him. I've heard that taught before. Isn't that crazy? Well, how do I know that? Look what happens in the next verse. After the morsel, after he took that morsel, after he took that bite, Satan then entered into Judas. <laughs> it wasn't the Holy Spirit that entered into Judas. It was Satan. So, you know, we need to be careful on how we handle the Word of God. We really do. It's just sloppy thinking, folks. I mean, I, get, I do. I have to be so careful. I do get irrit irritated. You can tell if you've been with me for any period of time. Uh, such sloppy, lazy handling of the Word of God, of learning the Word of God, of teaching the Word of God, of preaching the Word of God. And, and this passes for great preaching, you know. Look what happens. After the morsel, Satan then entered into Judas. Therefore, Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. A great question arises. Who's he talking to? After the morsel, Satan entered into him. So when Jesus says, what you do, do quickly, is he speaking to Judas or is he speaking to Satan? Yeah, I think he's speaking to both. He's speaking to Judas because uh, he's the uh, corporeal human being in this thing. But now Satan is empowering him. Satan's in him. So he's saying to Judas, but Satan is here. And he's actually speaking to Satan too. What you do, do quickly. In other words, get about your business. Verse 28. 
Now, no one of those reclining at the table knew for what purpose Jesus had said this to him. For some were supposing, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus was saying to him, buy the things that we need for the feast, or else that he should give something to the poor. The things they needed for the feast. The Passover feast, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. How could they be celebrating Passover if, they, if he had to go out and buy the stuff for that feast? There were some very detailed things they had to get. So let's see, that's a little bit of a hint right there with the timing that we're talking about here. Verse 30, last couple of verses now. So after receiving the morsel, he went out, and immediately it was night. <laughs> it's actually the last verse. And so the disciples didn't know what Judas was doing. They thought that he might be going out uh, to get the thing that they were going to need for the feast for that day. Because remember, sundown, it began the 14th day in the sun. They, the day of preparation, they would be getting everything prepared. They would sit down to eat the Passover meal 24 hours later. Or maybe he was going to go out to give something to the poor, which is uh, the, what they would do in these type of gatherings, okay? He received the morsel, he went out, and it was night. And the last day of the Lord Jesus Christ, life here on earth as a human being <laughs> uh, had begun. Well, we'll continue on with this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.